This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. Active Skin Repair uses a molecule called hypochlorous acid, which mimics our natural immune response to cleanse, soothe irritation, reduce inflammation, and support healing. We've been loving Active Skin Repair for all the cuts and scrapes that show up in the active toddler life. Sage loves that there's both the spray version, but also a cream version. He likes to get to choose which one he's going to do. He calls it the magic cream. And it's been so great for taking care of Mila's neck rash now that she's full on teething. Can we get a minute for a teething three and a half month old? What in the world? Active Skin Repair has thousands of five-star reviews and the ingredients so safe and clean, they can be used from the youngest member of the family to the oldest. Keeping it simple with one soothing solution for all your family's skin health needs. Visit www.activeskinrepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and to get 20% off your order, use code VILLAGE. That's www.activeskinrepair.com, code VILLAGE, for 20% off your order. You're listening to Voices of Your Village. This is episode 123. You guys, we did it! The Tiny Humans Big Emotions course is out, and right next to it is the re-parenting course. You guys, these bad boys have been in the works for months. I've been doing Tiny Humans Big Emotions as an in-person workshop for years, and I'm so jazzed to have it all put together for you in an online course so that you can watch it, reference it back, access the content whenever you need, share it with your partner or co-parent, get on the same page, have a concrete toolbox for building emotional intelligence in your tiny humans. This is it, man. This is the workshop for doing that. We also have our reparenting course. This is to help you reparent your adult self, to dive into those inner child narratives and the ego that comes up to protect them and start to build awareness around this and the ability to regulate it, to choose how to respond instead of reacting. Just this week, you can bundle these courses together for a hot deal. Both courses are on sale until June 2nd. That's next Tuesday, June 2nd. You can get a sweet deal on both courses and bundle them together for a really hot deal. In today's podcast episode, you're going to hear part of the boundaries module. This is straight from the Tiny Humans Big Emotions course. This is part of it. The next part that follows is discipline. So you can snag the course to tune into that and all the other modules that go hand in hand. Guys, it was really, really, really important to us to keep these courses affordable and accessible. They are each under $100. Come on over and snag them for this limited time launch price. Head to tinyhumansbigemotions.com, seedreparenting.com, or come on over to our mothership, seedandso.org, where you can access everything. Enjoy this sneak peek into Tiny Humans Big Emotions. All right, babe, let's dive in. Welcome to Voices of Your Village, a place where parents, caregivers, teachers, and experts come to support one another on this wild ride of raising tiny humans. We combine decades of experience with the latest research to create the modern parenting village. 
let's dive into honest conversation about real parenting challenges so it doesn't have to be this hard. I'm your host, sleep consultant, child development specialist, and passionate feminist, Alyssa Blass Campbell. One of the things that we get the most questions about is boundaries. You guys, boundaries are crucial. Let's look at why. Boundaries are how we communicate expectations. Communicating expectations has been the biggest game changer for me in relationship with others, whether it's with my partner, with my mom, with my in-laws, or with kiddos. Communicating expectations is key. When you find yourself getting frustrated with expectations not being met, it's time to look at where your boundaries lie. Maybe this is a good sign that you need to set a new boundary or tweak a boundary. A boundary might look like, I won't let you hit me, or the TV is going to be turned off after one show or after 30 minutes, in which case we would definitely want to have a timer so that they know when 30 minutes ends. Boundaries provide safety and structure. Without boundaries, kids feel like they have to be in control, and that's an overwhelming amount of responsibility for a child. We all look to boundaries for safety and structure. We want to know that if somebody comes in and robs our house, that a police officer is going to help us. Or at work, we want to know, what is the expectation here of your employer? The worst is when you're doing your work and you get yelled at or you disappoint your boss for not doing something that they never communicated to you. I want to make sure that we are being clear about our expectations and boundaries with kiddos so that everyone's on the same page. Boundaries are not to be used as threats. Like, if you don't do this, then I'm going to do this. Boundaries are a way to communicate our expectations. Boundaries are also an opportunity to build trust if we are consistent. For example, if you say, I'm going to finish getting dinner on the stove in five minutes, and then we can play together. But then you don't go in and play. You decide like, oh, now I'll go throw in a load of laundry. I'll go whatever. Then we're not building trust. We're saying we're going to do something and we're not doing it. And what a kiddo learns is, oh, they don't mean it when they say it. I can't trust what they say. This is the same if we say the TV's going to go off after one show, but then they throw a tantrum. So we're like, fine, you can watch another one. They're losing trust in what we say. So boundaries are crucial here as an opportunity to build trust with our kiddos. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Being back to work after maternity leave has been so good and frankly, so hard. I love what I do and I missed collaborating with my team while I was out and it's been a tough transition. The combination of a packed schedule and still being the milk machine for Mila Bean, it's hard to juggle everything. I feel so grateful for my weekly therapy hour. Sometimes I'm just holding so much and I need a safe space to let it out and get it off my chest. I've noticed that when I don't release it, it comes out anyway, but usually in ways that aren't aligned with how I want to show up in the world. 
BetterHelp is such a convenient, flexible option for parents who just can't take the travel time to get to an in-person therapy visit. It's entirely online. You can show up in your jammies, always a win in my book, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you're on your way to feeling heard. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash voices today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash voices. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're, Amy, more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. So how do we do this? You guys, when we are setting boundaries, I want to provide choice in how, not what. So if we're telling a kiddo that we are going to turn the TV off after one show and then that show ends, then we're going to hold the boundary by giving them two choices. We use choice theory, which means you just provide two choices because... Otherwise, it's overwhelming. It's like when you are like, oh, what do you want to eat tonight? And <laughs> if you live in my household, Zach says, what do you want for dinner? And I'm like, oh, anything. I'll take whatever. And then he's like, oh, do you want stir fry? And I'm like, no. Okay, do you want to have some pasta? No. I don't really know. <laughs> it's like too many choices. Or do you go on to like Netflix to pick a show and you're like overwhelmed with all the choices? So we want to provide just two choices for kids with choice theory, and we're providing how it's going to happen. So I'm not saying that they can watch another show. What I'm going to say is, would you like to turn off the TV or should I do it? I'm going to set the timer, and in 10 seconds when it beeps, I'm going to turn off the TV if it's still on. If you want to turn it off, you can go do so now before the timer beeps. It's in how, not what. We're not talking about whether or not the TV is going off. We're talking about how it's going to happen. This is the same thing for getting into a car seat. Whether or not you ride in a car seat, not a choice. Who puts you into the car seat? Do you want to climb in by yourself or should I put you in? That can be a choice. Again, one of the huge, huge, huge things here is to use a timer or counting to communicate the timeline expectation. Because if you say, you can turn the TV off or I will, and you don't communicate when you will, that's not fair to the kiddo. The goal here is not to put up a wall. It's to show them where the door to come in is, right? So if they want to 
turn off the TV themselves, the door to come in is within the next 10 seconds. If they want to put their own shoes on to go outside, the door to come in might be within the next five minutes. We are never using timers as a threat. And when we are using choice theory, it is imperative that you as the one setting the choices are fine with either outcome. If your hope is that you're going to set this boundary and they are just going to follow it, my friend, (laughs) you are going to be disappointed. I've never set a boundary for kids and had them say, great, I can't wait to follow it. (laughs) Never. You guys, that cannot be your expectation here. It is your job to set the boundary and it's the kiddo's job to push it, to see if it's real, to see if you mean it when you say what you're going to do here. We talked about that trust building. It's their job to push it and say, can I trust you when you say this? And you get to let them know, yeah, you can. Now, when I'm setting boundaries, I'm setting them based off of three things, health, safety, and development. So health could be that we have to get a diaper change because it's not healthy for you to sit in your own feces for an extended period of time. Safety could be getting into a car seat. And growth and development could be putting on your own jacket, right? So I would set that boundary. And it doesn't mean that they're always going to do it. It might mean that sometimes with the growth and development, I'm setting a boundary and I'm going to have to step in and help them. This could be like cleaning up toys. That they can't get out a new toy until they've cleaned up the old one. If you're going to set that boundary, that would be based off of whether or not it's developmentally appropriate for them to be cleaning up their own toys. You wouldn't ask a one-year-old to do that because it's not developmentally appropriate. Are you ready for the hardest part of boundaries? Buckle up, babe. They are allowed to be upset about the boundary. What a doozy. You guys, they don't have to be happy about turning off the TV. The goal in life is not happiness. It's that we have a toolbox to process whatever feelings come our way. They might feel disappointed or frustrated or angry at the boundary that you set, and that's okay. Hold space for that emotion. You don't need to fix it. You don't need to let them know, like, oh, you know what? We'll get to come back to the playground next time. Like, we have to leave now, but we get to come back tomorrow. No, just hold that space. It's okay for them to be upset that you're leaving the playground right now. They don't have to be happy about it. You're not failing if they aren't happy. You're succeeding as an emotionally supportive parent if they get to feel their hard things and know that you're a safe space for them to break down to. And babe, it's going to happen a lot with boundaries. Thanks for tuning in to Voices of Your Village. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at voicesofyourvillage.com. 
Did you know that we have a special community for all of you to be a part of so that we can all gather together to raise emotionally intelligent humans? Head on over to Facebook, search Seed and Sow colon Voices of Your Village and dive into that Facebook group. We cannot wait to hang out with you and collaborate on raising these tiny humans. If you're digging this podcast, head on over to Apple Podcasts, scroll down, click those stars and leave a review. It really fills my heart to hear from all of you. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a No Guilt Mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt-free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Guilt Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows.